A couple weeks ago, we spent a week in Amish country for our summer vacation. Every summer is better with roasted chicken. We found a wonderful Airbnb in front of a micro farm, complete with two horses, three sheep, two rams, goats, and a handful of chickens, and we named them all. When we go on vacation, we go to get rest. We don't do a lot of sightseeing, even when there are a lot of sights to see. And since much of Amish country shuts down around 5 p.m. each day, we rested a lot. It was a perfect week. Near the last day of our time there, I decided to go for a short ride on the back roads. I had no place to be, nothing to do. I could take my bike out on the road, take some time, talk to the locals if they were out and about. It would be a perfect day for a ride on my baby blue two-wheeled horse. I strapped on my helmet, adjusted my little mirror on the side of the helmet, and started pedaling toward the road. As soon as I made a right turn down the street, I was faced with a long, beautiful downhill ride. This could not get any better. The hill sloped and wound around. I didn't check, but I was probably up to around 30 miles per hour. My tires were wobbling. I was a little nervous my bike would give way and I would meet the pavement. When I finally did make it to the bottom, I realized, I'm going to have to climb that self-same hill to get back to the cabin. And that's when my heart fell into my shoes. Coming down the hill was a breeze. Going up it, that would be a hurricane. Hey, good day to you, Simplified listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to Trail Mix on Simplify. I rode a few leisurely miles down the back roads. I was just out for an afternoon ride when I heard a bike zoom right by me. The Amish ride electric bikes, and this little guy on his electric bike went zooming right by me. And I thought electric bikes were illegal in Amish country, but they're not. They're actually very popular. And when it was time to start heading for home, I tried riding down another street, another road, just to avoid having to climb up that long, steep hill, but I couldn't find another way around it. This was going to take every ounce of energy and every motivational speech I could give myself. LJ, you are a champion. LJ, you are a cyclist. LJ, you've been riding your bike for years. It's just a hill. You are going to take this hill. Yes, I am. I'm going to take this hill. It's just a hill. I've ridden my bike up many hills. I've got this hill. So as I sped toward the hill, I picked up speed to have momentum for the beginning of the climb, and then all of a sudden my chain locked up. I couldn't pedal. I couldn't shift. I was done. I stopped on the side of the road. I opened up the hood, turned on the flashers, and I tried to get my chain wrestled away from its bind. I finally freed it up, and I got ready to ride again back up the hill, but this time I was standing right there at the foot of the hill, facing an uphill climb with no momentum. It was now or never, do or don't, Hopefully, it didn't come to do or die. So I started pedaling. I pedaled fast in third gear, and then I made it a few feet. The hill got steeper. I downshifted down to second gear, and then all the way down to first gear. If I had a half gear or a quarter gear or a granny gear, I would have pedaled in that. Sweat poured out from underneath my hat. I put my head down so I didn't have to see how far I still had to pedal, and I pedaled, and I pedaled, and I pedaled, and I huffed, and huffed, and huffed, and puffed, and pedaled, and... I thought if I can't see how far I have to go, I, I may be pleasantly surprised when I look up and see I've gotten farther than I thought. I lost all strength, all stamina. My legs started shaking like 
jello on a moving train, and I still was not to the top yet. When I looked up, I saw a sign that indicated I was almost to the top of the hill, just one more rise in the hill, one more incline. Could I make it? Would I make it? I put my head down again and reminded myself, it's just a hill. You're almost done. You're almost there. I knew if I got off of the bike to push it, I was done. I would never be able to start pedaling again, especially to start up that hill. But I finally, after a long time of pedaling and huffing and puffing, I finally made it to the top of that hill. I found a patch of grass and collapsed onto the grass. Anybody driving by would have just called the corner. And said, oh, there's a guy laying on the grass because he thought he could pedal up a hill in Amish country. As I laid there on the grass regretting my life decisions, I remembered the wise words of Marilla Cuthbert from Anne of Green Gables. And she sagely said, I'd rather walk calmly along and do without flying or thud. Life. Even life lived following Jesus is filled with flight and thud. But most of life is lived in between. Most of the ride I was on was level ground or kind of level ground. Maybe a little bit of a rise, but then there was a little bit of a dip. But for a few very terrifying moments at the beginning and at the end, my ride was bookended with flight and thud. We have to be okay with life in between. I hope you've had a great camp summer. Hope you went to youth camp. Hope you went to children's camp. Hope you went to camp meeting this summer. I hope you soared when you were there and felt like you could tiptoe on the clouds. But when you get home and remember you still have to mow the grass and take out the trash and pay the mortgage and vacuum all the hair the dog left everywhere, we remember life is lived in the in-between. I hope you shout and run the aisles at every one of your Sunday services, but there is a chance you'll have a few services where you're not running the aisles. You're not even walking the aisles. You're just worshiping, not because you feel anything, but just because God is worthy, and that's okay. When you pray, I hope you have flight. I hope you see an angel and hear the voice of God. But you'll likely have some prayer meetings where you're just talking with God and you're listening for Him. At the end of it, you know God heard you, but you may not have heard anything back from Him. And that's okay. I really did love the downhill ride. I loathed the uphill ride. I loved flight. I loathed thud. But most of the ride was just on flat land, riding along, waving at the neighbors. As you live your life for Jesus, I pray you soar. I pray you run. But mostly, I pray you walk. Walking is not flight. And walking is not thud. Walking is the in-between. And that's where most of life is lived. And that's okay. That's just one of the lessons I have learned while going out on the trail, which is one of the reasons we call this trail mix. It's just a little bit of life lessons I've learned by a bike trail or riding my bike out there. I want to pray right now that the Lord would help each of us to be willing to live our lives, not just going for all the highs and all the mountaintops, but be willing to live life walking with him without flight, without thud, just living life in the in-between, walking with him and getting closer to him. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for every one of the mountaintops, every one of the awesome experiences where we soar, where we run. Thank you for all of those. But I pray, help us tonight not to need those to walk with you. Help us to live life in the in-between. Help us to live life 
God, simply with a desire to know you, to be close to you, to draw near to you, to walk with you. I pray for everybody who's listening that over the course of this summer they have or will have an amazing experience at their camp or at their conference or their convention where they hear from you and they walk with you. But I pray when they get home from those major mountaintop experiences that they would continue to walk with you. Help us, Jesus, I pray, to love you, to live for you and walk with you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks so much, Simplify listeners. I really do hope this episode's been a blessing. Be sure to click subscribe and share, and you won't miss an episode, and neither will any of your friends. Also, head over to PentecostalPublishing.com to pick up a couple of resources, lots of resources there, but a couple of books I've written, Simplify the Devotional, and 10 Words, all about the Ten Commandments. You can pick both of those up there, or Kindle, or you could pick them up at Paragraphs Bookstore, charming bookstore right here at the corner of South Main in East Ohio in Colonial Mount Vernon, Ohio. For those watching the download race, the state of Texas has just eclipsed my home state, the state of Ohio, by two downloads. So we've got one more week to see which state will win the July race. And right now, Texas is in the lead. Now, how about our friends up north, our friends in Canada? New Brunswick has a very formidable 41 download lead over Ontario. And then around the world, it is the United States, Canada. And then coming in at third, Estonia. Welcome, Estonia. Very happy to have you here. Thanks so much for everybody who's listening all around the world to Simplify. And hopefully this is a help to you in your devotional walk with God. Next week, I want to share with you a devotion called From Cana to Capernaum. And I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.